recording, and I have to legally tell you we're gonna be recorded. I don't know why I'm talking like Death and Bill and Ted, but whatever. Bill and Ted 3 was kind of crappy. Says your face. Do you disagree? I mean, it was kind of nostalgic, but yeah, it wasn't really like, I'm like, woo, let's watch it. Yeah, okay. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clux Podcast, episode number, I don't know what it is, it's a running joke. We discuss the competitive Heroclix environment, as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Jay Solomon, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts, who are both much better at Heroclix than me. We have Devin, co-host, obviously. Hello. And we have almost official co-host, Chad. I'm not really here. You're... Yeah, we uh, we discussed and we determined that Chad is a figment of my imagination. <clears throat> Let me cough one, sec- one second. I suppose I could cut that out. Uh, so today we're going to be discussing the comprehensive rule supplement and discussing the changes as well as... Not necessarily changes, but stuff that they clarified and kind of added that wasn't... That needed to be added because it wasn't there, but they said it needed to be added... Did you call Wars. it the Comprehensive Rules Supplement? No, this is this is the rule book. They actually made it all in one place for once, so that was kind of brilliant. Uh, we're also going to briefly mention the Scott Porter charity stuff at the end, um, because it's charity, and we care about charity here. So, let's start. You You both hopefully have the document open. So like I said, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna reference the numbers of the sections in the in the comprehensive and we're gonna discuss what's different. If we don't have opinions, maybe we do. Uh so first off, one point nine B, there is officially an alternate character card section. This can include stuff like the um Genesis cards. If you have uh, either the Wolverine was right, Jean Grey School of Higher Learning alternate character cards, the Utopia-themed ones. Uh, the, more commonly, you're going to be using the team-up cards. So those are officially defined now. And That's pretty... the um, legacy cards, are those also in that section? Uh, not really. Okay, those are separate? <laughs> no, they're not addressed anywhere. Interesting. Yep, the only place you can find that uh, the text for that is on the actual cards. And I really Unless clicksnexus.com like has them. I don't feel like that text really tells you what to do either. I mean, now you have me wondering. Just give me a second. Clicksnexus.com does not have that text, so you better get a physical copy or look it up. Do we have any specific thoughts? I think it's just clarity. Clarity's good. Yeah, unless it makes a functional change. No thoughts. This is an interesting one. Uh, 1.10. Autonomous doesn't count as a standard combat symbol anymore. It just says has the fist symbol as its only attack combat symbol. Bracket S. This is completely reasonable, though. I mean, I don't have I don't any problem with that. I'm just saying it's it's new. Yeah. And that only matters for equips now? Equipping and piloting, unless no. we're not going to talk about that. I mean, basically, I mean, to me, talk about when we get there, but as far as we the know, main implication is that you can't have like Mary Jane autonomously using barrier with the zero ring. That's probably a good thing. 
I feel like we're going to see more autonomous stuff. I think that's kind of what that's a prelude to. So I'm glad that we've got that just straight out in the open. It doesn't matter what they make. If it's autonomous, you can't equip it. I mean, you say that, but we also have new secret identities that don't have it. I don't think that anything have it in the Wonder Woman set. I don't think so. I don't think any of the bogs did. Give them some time. They'll do it. Give them some time. Are you moving on, or...? I was just quickly chewing. I thought you were going to talk for longer. Perhaps you shouldn't eat in the middle of a recording. I'm just saying. Okay. Next step is... It's unofficial, but they basically give recommendations for how to build... Or how to do certain things in non-standard games. Uh, This is section 2.1S... They have some recommendations for how to build, or, like, maximum 10 actions per turn, maximum 5 uses of theme probs, like, just recommendations, which are basically the same as how things used to be. So, that's whatever. Have fun. I mean, I'll be following those in my local games, or at least, like, that's what I would have done anyway. I don't think I would allow more than 10 actions ever. I think even when we had high point games, we generally do, like, still, like, 5 actions, because that would just be insane. But, Turns take two hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have the section 2.6a. This is a big one. It doesn't say that a sideline game element has to be at the highest point value by default anymore. This is I think that's, yeah, I think that's just a completely reasonable thing to put there. I don't, I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, like the fact that they had to in the first place was weird and counterintuitive. And um, also, the the like one of the first it. time that like a game element used sideline was in Thor. And Unimine said that they had had to be at the highest by default anyway, like on his card. <laughs> it, it just so makes like, sense. There's no point in giving things alternate point values if they just don't matter. Yeah, I mean, I really so, I, I the biggest thing for this is the Venom Strange, right? Because he can actually call in multiples of himself now. No, I think it's more relevant for, like, Form the New Four. Oh, that too. Very good for Form the New Four. Yeah, good point. There I'm are a couple of figures that I considered including on lower point line and then was like, oh, I can't do that. Okay, I just won't play them at all then. <laughs> so very quickly, what do we have? We have Prime Ghost Rider. Uh, so at the 40-point line, it's pretty cool. We have... We're not going to bring in cells. Um... Give me a a second. Uh, Cho Hulk at lower is like, okay, sometimes. No, Cho Hulk is never worth playing because it's Cho Hulk. (laughs) Deep Cuts, yeah, so you can bring in... I guess what you... Yeah, you could bring in uh, the Deep Cuts 20-point Human Torch, who is running shot, enhancement, energy shield deflection, barrier is free, but for one marker, and can do knockback from it. I mean, you can bring in Thing, too. Thing is, is pretty good. You can bring in, uh, Lex- I mean, I guess you probably start with Legacy card She-Hulk and then probably get rid of her. But, like, you can bring her in later if you want for the anti-prime trait. Did you where have She-Hulk point- and adjacent friendly characters. What? Does she have multiple point lines? Right, yeah. She has a full one and a, and a 75. Uh, ah, okay. I didn't realize that she had the, uh, the 
You should be main forcing him anyway, but high evolutionary at 30, Nathaniel Richards at 25. Before it's new stuff was released, I considered Cosmic Clash uh, Torch a couple times just for the free damage, and there's probably still some matchups where that's relevant, but there's a lot of good options. Okay, now. Chad, Jesus. Okay, Chad's bitching that we're going on, but like, it's, pre- it's, pretty, it's pretty relevant. Okay, jeez. It's like the one major... Okay, fine. 4.3 is... What the hell section is even 4.3? I don't even remember anymore. Um, come on. Oh, like setting up and stuff. No, I want players to be able to reference the numbers of the thing. What are you talking about? So 4.3 is setting up. They, they confirm that the first player sets up their game elements first. I hate you, Chad. Um, okay, okay, and then 4.4 is they confirmed the beginning of the game effects thing that has been a thing for a while. I hate you, Chad. Um, so there was the ruling a while ago that, like, EarthX thing, if he's brought on after the beginning of the game uh, phase started with Form the New Four, he wouldn't get to use his... bring in his bystanders. The The most relevant implication is that you can't bring in stuff like the many faces of doom dooms to get their dice and stuff. Otherwise, like you can't bring in Dr. Doom and, and, and get dice. You have to, whatever you want, you have to start with. So you need the game triggers the once and then that's it. It's not, I'm just those, I swear to God. <sighs> any, any comments? Otherwise I'll move on. I think it's, it needed to be pointed out somewhere, and then this is the easiest way to do it. Yep, it is in the rulebook now, so it's basically a burst. It's not an aura. That's that's the best. Right. Way if you're it. not actually, if you're not on the starting force, if you're not there, if you're not there, you're not family. Uh, okay. The next one is effects. This is an interesting one. So basically, it says that effects don't trigger if they're not relevant. Like, the example that they use is, if you have an effect that checks for using toughness and you're being dealt penetrating damage, that effect wouldn't actually happen, basically. I thought this one was a little weird with a toughness example because, like, I feel like you're still using toughness. It's just being disregarded. Right. I mean, that's what they're going for, but, like... But they're saying no. They're how... saying they're saying that you're literally not using toughness at all. That's not true. No, they're saying that you can't use effects based on having the toughness. They're not saying you don't have toughness. It's just that if you have a corresponding effect, like if it's like toughness, I don't know. I don't know, but like I think it's kind of self-explanatory. No. Okay. There's a section. Uh, so there's the immediately resolving section. Uh, one second. So look this one up. Immediately resolves. Uh, basically, if an effect says that it immediately resolves, the the effect or uh, the character hasn't considered. Okay, here when effect says that an attack or move immediately resolves, you skip any remaining steps in the attack or move sequence. Blah blah blah. That character is not considered to have attacked or moved. So critical misses say that they immediately resolve. Or fail brain so, right? Or does that, that not yeah, that anymore? Uh, that's basically how breakaway used to work. 
failed failed breakaways aren't they immediately resolved but failed breakaways are exactly the same that's just in a different section that okay. the, it still works the same way it's just not from this immediately resolved situation okay so this is mostly about the crits yes right now it's mostly about the crits sure. yeah crit misses don't uh count as attacking so that's so if you crit miss against a retail character they can't retail on you because you didn't actually attack so basically, a crit miss Small power recompense. is you go, to, you go to make the attack, and then you have a brain hemorrhage, and you never actually attacked. You trip on a banana peel, and then Dark Phoenix is laughing so hard she can't attack you. But you still crit mixed <laughs> for the purposes of uh, uh, trouble alerts. Right, uh, otherwise that wouldn't work. That's a good question, though. Okay. Uh, 12.4, they did not change the part about splitting damage based on not using bolts. So, uh, so, Jay, you, you skipped the mission point thing? Oh. Uh, when it's talking about winning the game, when you win the game, you score the opponent's full build. So if you went on a mission point, you do score the full build. Um, yeah. What order are we going in? I think I missed something. I feel like we're skipping you, you around skipped a lot. A lot. I'm very confused. No, I didn't. Yeah. We didn't talk about no, any secret effects or action tokens well, proceeding. You guys, yeah, because you guys are messing with me and like talking and like messing with me. So I said the mission points are full point. I said begin. Oh, you're right. It's okay. So <laughs> okay. So immediately resolve stuff. Action tokens for costed actions are given immediately. Immediately. So even if there's another immediately, you actually put the action token first. So, like, there's immediately, and then there's immediately, immediately, apparently. I don't know how much that's ever going to matter, but it's true. Uh, then there's basically a section that clarifies all sorts of different, like, triggered effects and how they work. Like, there's phase triggered effects, like, so beginning, yeah, for beginning of the turn, action phase, and, like, stuff like that. And then, I'm not going to read everything, but basically they, may, they have a whole section that's very, very clear about that sort of thing. I don't know if you guys want to go into any specifics. I think the would versus is is probably worth pointing out. Uh, that is a good question. Would versus is. Okay, so. Yeah, everything will sort of very similarly as it used to, so it's pretty clear. What part specifically did you have in mind? I would just point oh, it out. Oh, okay. So effects that trigger when something would occur trigger before confirming if the effect would normally happen. So, for example, an effect that triggers if a character would be hit will trigger before confirming if an actual hit for confirming the hit. So, like, yeah. So if you're rolling and then there's a would be hit, it happens even if it wasn't. Like, what, what happens? Like, what can cause that? Shape change is would. Super senses is. Okay. So, I mean, that's that's the trigger, basically, that you're looking for. So if you would be hit, or if you would be targeted, you see, you use your... your right. And if you is hit or are hit, then you use your super senses. It's one of those things where it's just given that clarification that would is before is. Sure. Basically. Um... Uh-huh. Uh, this is probably a thing that already existed, but I just want to be clear. A triggered effect will resolve once triggered, even if the power ability that granted the triggered effect will 
can't be used or is lost. So this is basically that a character has mystics happens even if the character is KO'd. Or a more contemporary example is Prisoner of Planet Doom has an effect, but then if you replace him, it still happens. That's the main example, for that matters. Yep. Um, are we mentioning the knockback thing? Or are we just I think leaving? we should, yeah. So the, the initial articles, like, articles aren't necessarily official rules, but the initial articles about no, uh, when they talk about knockback in the rule changes stuff, they implied that knockback could be up to three, so you could pick, but now it's basically just that it's always three. Well, it's normally three, unless something or would stop three. you from moving all three. Right, it's it's right. It is three unless it's stopped by another game effect, not you choose up to three. Or your or the effect you're using tells you a specific number of squares. Right, basically. As opposed right, just point is as opposed to um as opposed to choosing. Uh, this is already this is in the new pack, but it's worth pointing out as well that they added a rule about the conflict of maximum and maximums and minimums. Basically, maximums always override minimums. A specific example was Leonardo de Venom limited outwit range or had a maximum, and then the liar ring had a, a minimum. But minimums always maximums always override minimums. Uh, 18.6. When an effect refers to a standard power printed on a character's card, that power has to be a standard power with the gem. So, like, it has to be... Basically, well, the Wonder Woman team ability doesn't count for super senses. It has to be, like, the little, like, like the little, like, you know, it says that super sense is on the card, right? Like, legacy card Wonder Woman has the Wonder Woman team ability, then she has, like, energy shield deflection listed. On the card I think the, actual the gem they're saying refers to the little, little, little icon. So it wouldn't even right. count things that are in traits or things like that. That's true. Yeah, specifically... Yeah, has to... Yeah, okay. And that's um, not a change, that's just clarifying? Or is this actually a change? It's, it's not a change. It's just, yes, we needed to say this, I think, more than anything else. Right, like, if a character has, like, checks for a power on a card, and you have, like, scrolls or Wonder Woman... I guess it's more common now, because scrolls and Wonder Woman are more... Are like, well, Wonder Woman's new, but scrolls is, like, a thing again. Is basically why that comes up. Uh, this, I think, is... I think this is still true, but this question's come up a lot. Wildcard does not grant the team ability symbol, only the use of the team ability. So if you wildcard Wonder Woman... And then you have Wonder Woman equipment. You don't count for as having the Wonder Woman team ability already. That's interesting. I think that was already true, but it's just like I said that it gets asked. So I'm just gonna keep going unless you guys say anything. Also, team abilities. Outside of being on cards, there is the team ability section in the rules form. If you want to know what team abilities do. This was a uh, Chad pointed this out. This is interesting. An effect with a duration that is lost or can't be used immediately ends its duration unless specifically stated otherwise. So Pulse Wave says can't use, so it would immediately turn off and end the duration of a perplex or something. I, I feel I like this know. needs to be fixed. Yeah. yeah that one's weird. It, that one's it super kind of makes strong. sense, but it's just like how 
not how it's worked at all. So right, well, that that's what the twin fine. world duration like they change. This is a change. Yeah, lost. Yes, but can't be used. Can't be used temporarily. Okay, so before, if I outwitted your outwit, and then my I lost my outwit, your outwit would come back and be in effect. Whereas if you just lost your outwit straight up by having your dial be clicked, then the duration ended. So this is actually a change. Yeah, like, this I feel was like, a specific thing before. I, I I feel like they need to fix this. That's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this has changed. Uh, 20.9a, if a power ability begins with if, or if is the first word after the action trigger, it can only be triggered once. So basically, if an effect says, if this character hit, it would be only once, whereas when this character hits can trigger more than once. So like, steel energy could trigger twice if a character flurries, whereas if an effect says, if this character hit... That's just a general catch-all for if a hit happened. Right. Which is... I don't think that's a change as much as a clarification. Um, 22-point uh, sizes stuff, breakaway. So before... I think this is still in the pack, but basically it used to say the larger characters... If you were one size bigger than, the, than characters you were breaking away from, you got a plus one to your breakaway roll. But I don't think breakaway roll modifiers are supposed to be a thing anymore. So what actually is written in the text is larger characters succeed on a result of three to six when breaking away. So that's interesting and different. I guess they want to get away from uh, breakaway modifiers. And you still auto yeah, but characters that are two sizes smaller. So it's just so it's just like strict you set the breakaway instead of changing it. How does that work? Sorry, what? Sorry, you set the value. Basically, it sets the values. Right, it doesn't say plus one. It says in it, it's a three to six instead of a four to six. It's on an act, it's on a major change, but it, I mean, okay. it's a, it's, okay, it's sure. a change in the rules text. That's just notable. Um, 22.4, when a die is replaced, the replaced die is removed from play. So, this is a catch-all that you don't swap dice around for replacement, whatever. This is absolutely confirming. You do not do the DJ Doom replace and switch and whatever. That's not a thing. Uh, again, this might have been a thing already, but worth bringing up again. A game element that is removed from the game is treated like it has been KO'd in all ways, including sport normally, except it doesn't trigger effects. A check of a game element was KO'd or count for effects that looks for KO'd game elements. So, basically, removed from the game would be... The most common example would be uh, Dr. Doom getting rid of his time platform. Basically, declare that... Say, again, this is a thing from... This was a thing before, but you would score that game element, which is also why... For the Wonder Woman equipment, it says they're removed from the game and not scored, because normally they would be scored. Alright. Okay. Uh, this is actually a change. Colossal stamina damage is immediately after resolutions, so it's kind of more similar to pushing damage in that way, whereas before it was after resolutions, but not immediately, so you could, like, steal energy before, but now it's immediately. 
I think this is great because let's all face it, Wendigo was too strong to begin with. <laughs> You're too strong to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that's the main effect, right? Because you steal energy, so now you die before you get to steal energy from your stop click. Yep. Makes yeah, and like I said, I also think it's more streamlined that it's diff well, pushing damage isn't a thing anymore, but you know what I mean. So uh, 23.7, uh, if a specific standard power gains protected outwit, for example, it affects that super senses this character can use gains protected outwit, uh, only that specific standard power can't be chosen by outwit, but if a special power is outwitted, okay, like, let's say you have, I wonder what, Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman bracelets can say that your super senses gains protected outwit, but if you have, a, if you have a, a power that says, a special power that says super senses and whatever else, like, Donna Troy has a special defense power of super senses and toughness. You can outwit the whole special power, but because that super senses is protected outwit, she can still use super senses. I felt like everybody already did this anyway. Um, that wasn't entirely clear. I'm, I'm sure people asked that. Actually, I don't know if you will. I don't know. It, I know I've been confused about that particular interaction. You said this is going to be a long time, but we're almost done. Um, 23.10. A character can only benefit from a specific unique modifier effect once, even if the effect allows a choice of modifiers. Again, main relevant example is Everett Ross has his double perplex. But you can... Even if you have multiple Everett Rosses, you still can't... You can't plus two two different values, because it's still the same effect. Just a necessary clarification. I'm glad they did it. Right. So yeah. it's saying that unique modifier means character can be targeted rather than stat can be targeted. Yeah. Right, basically. 24.4, just basically confirming that anybody on the, on the theme team can use theme probs, including most commonly bystanders, would be probably the most common. Um... 25.5 is a change. Generally, title characters have an effect that triggers when they are KO'd. And the rule book, the rules now have an official term for that, which is a KO effect. Although Mother actually had that text, and Chad argued at nauseum that that was like not an effect, whatever. So No, I, I argued that it needed to be fixed so that Mother worked. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it we was know what not they meant, thing that... But yeah, it was not a thing that officially existed under the old rules. Now it is, so it's perfect, right? Yep. You weren't wrong, you were just a jerk about it. <laughs> I mean, and? Okay, section 26. Alternate character cards aren't listed as alternate game elements, but they were ruled to be previously. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, alternate game elements as a concept don't come up a lot, mostly for the Elders of the Universe tra tra uh, traits. That check for opponents having them. But that should be clarified because, again, that was, like, intended to be. Same as how, like, before there were a couple things that they basically said, whoops, like maximums and minimums, or they said that they would be added later, but they forgot, so. Uh, and the last one I have is a character... Again, this has always been a thing, but they're spelling it out very clearly. 
they basically say a character can't normally choose to just unequip equipment. So there, you can choose to unequip by doing an effect in the game. Like, unequipping happens. You can choose to equip other equipment and unequip. But there is no just say, I choose to unequip. Yeah, it's just not an action that not exists. A thing. There's no, yeah, there's no unequip action. There's no just like, I just feel like unequipping. I think that's it. I think we probably still missed stuff. I mean, we very well could have, but like, I don't know. I mean, the the biggest takeaway is there's not a lot of huge changes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, basically the main takeaway is that there's, like, yes, there's certainly the changes that we know about. Like, if you read the articles, you have you you got almost all of it. Yeah, if you read the articles and you look at the pack, you're basically safe. Like that's that's the majority of the things that are going to come up during a normal game. So, what are the ones that aren't actually in those articles that are major changes? Uh, autonomous uh, isn't standard. I think that probably is. Yes. Sideline effect change. not having to be at the highest starting line by default. Beginning of the game effects having to be on the map at the start was only a ruling before. Mission the points are full resolved. Point. Right. You you interrupted. Uh, mission point wins being full point wins. Yeah, basically the crit miss thing not counting is an attack. Um, the effects not triggering if they're not relevant so to speak yeah so like the toughness or like the toughness thing i I don't see that thing as as coming up that much again that that one bothers me the toughness example really bothers me why you're still using toughness like you can't turn off toughness it's just yeah you can't what penetrating damage says is that you can't reduce the damage not that but like I guess it says that if it doesn't have an effect you can't use it. It's very it's very odd little rule. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it makes sense kind of in some way, but it's it's weird. Yeah. Right, a lot of the time it's more that you just like before when you're trying to simplify the game, that literally simplifies nothing. Right, like there's a thread on one of the groups right now or, or like there's like kind of a back and forth on it and people are arguing it rightfully so um, it's definitely a strange one yeah I don't know why I was being uh, okay what other changes are there um crit misses not counting is attacking that's a big one the conflict to maximums and minimums was in the pack, but like it's worth noting that that was like a thing in the rules that weren't in the articles anyway. The standard power thing, or like if you uh, 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 a protected outwit power, buried in a special power, not being able to be outwitted even th- and even if the special power is gone. So the standard power thing, you gotta you gotta be more specific on that. It's specifically that a standard power printed on a character's card is one of the powers printed on their card that literally has no, 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 a little no, 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 circle no. next to it. I'm saying if you have if you have protected outwit super senses and you have a special power that says you get super senses and another power. The power I can still be outwitted. I think that was always a thing. Right, but that 
I, I, re- I mean, I'm saying that I have been confused about that myself, so. That's fair. For all you, okay, I mean, Chad would say that doesn't, that doesn't count for anything, but whatever. <laughs> Jay being confused, huh? So it's what, a day? Right, so also what Chad was talking about, like, yes, we, there were effects like Prisoner of Planet Doom says when he KOs a character check for a, special, a, st- a standard power on their card. And the question was if scrolls counted. So that's a good clarification. So I think it's more important, though, that we also point out there's a difference between uh, standard power printed on a character's card versus a standard power a character can use. So can use would suggest things that are in special powers, that are in traits, that are from equipped equipment, if you will. Sure. Alrighty then. The the big the other big one is uh, essentially per- pulse wave turning off perplexes duration entirely. It's not just pulse wave like it it changes right, a that's, lot. That's of the main example that's relevant. Like, that's the easy example to point towards. Right. No. Okay. Hmm. Um, there really aren't. So people were saying before all of this that like the entire game had changed but uh like obviously there's like the really obvious ones like pushing and no knockback damage and stuff but a lot of it is like there are small quality of life changes and a lot a lot of things just haven't changed at all so right in your average game the main things that are going to be different are no perplex on damage and no knockback damage okay the main things (laughs) no pushing no perplex on damage and no knockback damage so everything else is just commentary one of the other things I kind of noticed with like the lost and can't use is that one of the things for lost is like it's lost when you click the dial. And it used to be there was a section that said if you click, but you still click back onto that power, it isn't lost. And I couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah, that's... Are you talking about like perplex, like click one? So if I had perplex, then perplex? outwit, then perplex, and I get knocked okay. two clicks, so it knocks me past the outwit, but I still clicked off of out perplex so it was can't use when i was clicking it it doesn't specify that you can turn back onto it and it's not lost like i couldn't find that anywhere in there that it that it said that i could be wrong i could have just missed it because they do have stuff kind of it's 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 much better organized than it was before but there's still stuff kind of all over the place right this is like 60 pages long not including the index and also, it, it's kind of easy to glance, like, to kind of glaze over when, like, a lot of it is really the same. But, like, in 20, 20.68, it says, if a power is showing on your dial, but it's no longer showing after clicking the dial, the power is lost. Is that after you're done clicking the dial? Or is that, like, each time you I click? I think after kind of implies that. Like, I'm not arguing. Yeah, after you, but... clicking the dial does kind of imply that it's, like, when you're done, but it definitely doesn't explicitly say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time you click the dial, you're clicking the dial. I mean... It's clicking so, yeah. the dial like a phase that happens when you take right, damage or something Right, I was about to say, like, after clicking the dial sounds like a thing. Is it? Is that Clicking the dial in, like, phase? The damage section? What you have, beginning of the game, beginning of the turn... Main phase, clicking the dial phase, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, there actually is clicking the dial, 12.5C. 
When a character takes damage, you keep turning the dial until it is fully clicked the specified number of times, a KO click appears, or an effect, uh, effect instructs you to stop turning the dial. Okay, so there so you that, go. It is that saying that of... it is until it... So, so that's yeah. the clarification, yeah. It's literally one of those things where you have to cross-reference two sections that are just... <laughs> yeah. Clicking the dial is a thing that you do, and it means turn the dial until you've taken all of the damage that you are supposed to take. Something else stops it. They really could use bold or italics to such effect in this document that it would be insane. That would be nice. Like, oh, this is bold. Why is it bold? It's bold because it's an exact thing that I can look for to get clarification on what this thing is. Yeah. Yeah, because there are a lot of things that like can sound like they mean one thing, but you look them up and it's like, no, this is actually like a specific thing that has an exact meaning. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so but basically my point is that you can almost do a top five of things that are different now, right? Like, nope, like in a game, no pushing damage, hindering train isn't hindering for movement anymore, theme prob changes, perplex on damage, and no knockback damage. Like, not to oversimplify, but that's kind of it? Yeah, those are probably the big ones. And I can say, yeah. like, having played several games now with like the no pushing damage i thought i would be like yeah this is a good thing but i i can't agree that i think it was a good thing well it's not yeah. that it was good or bad but it's just okay i'm gonna say something it's not necessarily that it's a good or bad thing but like stuff was balanced accordingly my problem and i am playing a team that has a lot of this is new willpower the All fact right. so leadership this is more like a thing that Devin had talked about when I played Drys, but basically <laughs> leadership, you had to position for at least. Like, that had, like, a kind of a cost, and, like, you could do something about it. But new willpower, you basically are never sure what's going to happen. Like, if you're playing against characters, oh, look, all those characters are, are pushed. So yeah, I... I could plan my turn around it. Oh, wait, no, they could all theoretically roll themselves off of uh, the second token. I played like this that... weekend with uh i played this weekend against Ares, who had the galactus dial on him so he had the willpower and uh he never had a token the entire game there's literally nothing yep. i could do against that like it's like oh yeah cyclops sentinel is an offensive force now that thing just doesn't have tokens and it attacks every turn for like four penetrating damage that does other effects if it doesn't kill things like that thing is yeah like my windigos are unstoppable like they just yeah. keep going forever yeah, yeah, and so my, even worse than them being unstoppable, you don't know whether they're unstoppable or not <laughs> until the start of your opponent's next turn. Right. So sometimes like my they team, are, and sometimes they're not. Like, my current team has two leaderships, three characters with power co or cosmic energy, and one character who's a giant. So it's like, what, when, it, when are my characters double-tokened? Yep. So I've got yeah, to also so point out again... Uh, the animated series Juggernaut that, like, what? Thing will literally never have a token. He, he he never got two tokens before, but now he literally basically well, will never have two tokens. It used to be, I'm going to take him to a map that doesn't have any blocking, exactly. so that way at least I can have a chance to kill him. And now it's like, no, sorry about that. He has to right. It, it's, it's just... It's just such a big variance. Like it's 
Yeah, so Adam Friedman made a good point about this, which is that um, there's like a ridiculous amount of stuff that just sort of gives out action tokens right now, with especially with the new shifting focus Wonder Woman. So without this, you just sort of like can get completely locked out of games, whereas this at least negates that. And I totally agree that that's true. I just wish that it had been implemented slightly differently. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's also the emotional modifier, uh, which in addition to... Which also, because Battle Fury just, Battle Fury doesn't say protected or safeguard incapacitated anymore. It just says can't be given action tokens by effects. So you can give your whole team Battle Fury as a defensive measure against that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool. But like, again, I'm playing a team that benefits from all yep. this. I don't, like, it, the thing I like about Heroclix is that, assuming, I mean, today, like, Dial information isn't hidden information. Whether or not you want to argue that being a good thing or a bad thing, whatever. But I like the fact that there was no hidden information, as opposed to like let's say card games that have face downs and like drawing and stuff like that. Like I liked that it. it was all out on the table, so to speak. But now it's like I was playing against Emily yesterday with Omega, and it's like okay, she has two. T- oh wait, she can just roll her willpower from cosmic energy. So it goes more to that. So you've got the willpower, and then you've got the no pushing damage on top of it. So that that becomes super, super strong, and it took away almost all, like, resource management from the game. It used to be that I had to manage my figures and the damage that they may or may not take much more efficiently than I do now. I also think that it just makes figures with the new willpower significantly better than figures that don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Every weird, figure with like... cosmic energy... Or with quintessence, or with they they became so much better, and they were already all good. Especially when they already have effects based off, ta- off taking off tokens, like Darkseid already does. So what does like, he do when you take a token off? Uh, he has his uh, phasing and then take a token off. Cool. This is one example, or like, right, like. I wasn't going to phrase it like that, but yeah, Chad, you had a good point that, like, yeah, it's you, you don't have to think as much about if a second token is a good or a bad thing. It's just, like, a thing that happens. It also and hurt a like, lot of figures. There's figures that don't specifically have activation clicks. Like, Immortal Hulk, we can all say that that's definitely an activation click, and we probably are going to try to push him off of that. Well, we can't push him, but supposedly they're adding the errata. I haven't seen, like, an official errata for that yet. Um, but they're adding that. That should have just been in the rule book, in my opinion. Everybody should be able to take one damage on their second action. And I, I don't think it should be on the first action. It should be on their second action. They can choose to take one damage. Right now, it's phrased as a free that allows you to take one damage if you have a token. I mean, no, as much it's, as it's especially a thing, or how? No, it's he can choose to take one unavoidable after he's, after he's given a token on his first click. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, him and armor. Yeah, I'll click but one after they take a token. You should can... just be able to take one click, and it should have to be your second action. So you mean, so basically you want optional pushing. Yes, exactly. If you yeah, want to take away pushing, that. that's fine, but it, it should still be optional, because you have characters that were basically designed for pushing damage. Look at the new Lex, uh, the SR Lex, like, Clearly, to me, that's something that I would be using, and I, I would be pushing that character. 
but I can't anymore. I can't knock that character against a wall because yeah, there's, there's no just no way to manage game. your own character's dials anymore. It's if your opponent chooses to hit them, then they get hit, and I really liked the ability to do that. So it opened up strategic yeah, possibilities of, like, that don't exist anymore. Right outside of the only thing you could do that's purely on your own team is like energy explosion yourself. That's basically it. Well, even then, you still have to have an opponent. Right, but I'm not saying, like, attacking a Mystic's character, right? It's just based on what you build and bring to the table. I mean, Silver Age, you still have Titano, I think, right? I guess. Although I don't Is Titano think still modern? That. No, no, he retired last year. Poor Titano. You mean Dormammu is the most important... It feels like retirement happened, but then, like, events didn't happen. Like, we're almost at the next wave of retirement, and the last one happened, but it's like, wait, when did that happen? Just because, like, nothing, no events have happened, basically, so. But yeah, so far, playing games and stuff like that, there's not a lot of huge changes, but it's just, I, I, I personally am not a fan so far of the no pushing damage and i'm sure it's just something i need to get used to but it it takes away such a strategic element from the game that right like, like it makes in cap even more worthless like in cap unless you're doing it with shifting focus wonder woman six times a turn for free <laughs> it it's really it's like i can't do damage with it at all i can't make you push they took away the ne the the one penetrating damage. Like, like what is NCAP doing now for me? So also, in addition to the fact that there's so many old characters that benefit from no pushing damage and, and new willpower, we yeah. also have a smaller retirement this year. So even after retirement, there's more characters than would normally be that benefit from that, right? So, like all like Gardener, like because Black Panther stays. Like I mean, there's a lot of cosmic energy in that set but or power cosmic whatever but like all the elders you know like that sort of thing so quin cosmic power is that what we should go with like <laughs> i don't even know if there's any quintessence or there's like one quintessence after retirement but yeah. oz does no no oz doesn't have it does he i think it's just dark side oh he? no dark side superman prime and kyle rayner Okay, not literally none, but, like, it wasn't very common. Anyway. Point being, not very many relevant ones. I'm more... I have more of a problem with new willpower than no pushing damage. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and like, the game will adapt to a bunch of this stuff. So, obviously, the first couple of changes after... Uh, games that you play after changes like this aren't going to necessarily be representative of how the whole thing is going to go. So, uh, I want to, you know, hold off judgment a little bit, but I do, yeah. as a first only... reaction, miss... <laughs> The only stuff. other thing is that the problem is exacerbated by the fact that literally anybody can get willpower very easily from the Herald dial. I'm not, I mean, they have to be standard, but almost every. Well, actually, if you're not standard, you're probably a giant or a colossus, so you have new willpower anyway. There's like Basically, 10 tiny figures. I can't give my Moloid Galactus. You're not wrong. But that's not the point. How awesome would that be, a Moloid with, with Galactus? Like, just... I remember one time Tom played uh, Flatman from the Great Lakes Avengers with the full Infinity Gauntlet. That was... I don't remember if I was there, but that was kind of silly. But New Willpower is... Uh, that is just the... It, 
it, you can't predict the tempo of a game like at all. So, like I said, my team has like almost half of it has new willpower, so good luck. But we have like one question. Aries asks, where is it? What's the biggest rules change that wasn't spoiled by the Packer articles? Um, kind of the sideline thing. The yeah. sideline not having to be at max points was a big one. Yeah, that's probably my answer as well. There's I not really think it's the lost and can't use. Like, that's sure. tremendous. Yeah, or the immediately resolves on crit miss, which doesn't come up very frequently, but is <laughs> like a relevant thing and not much else is. I guess also overall... I mean, my mate. So Fantastic Four got that, so you can like get lower point stuff, and like the fact the fact that the Power Cosmic thing, the new willpower thing is kind of better than we thought with new with Franklin Richards giving it out to everybody. That's yeah, gonna be huge. The lost on can't use that you were mentioning, Chad, is funny because like you can just like accidentally kill your own powers. Yeah. Like yeah. you you have a Fantastic Four team, you have Franklin on it, and you have Human Torch on it. Like you're probably not playing this, but if you were. Human Torch Pulse Wave, you do a couple of perplexes, Human Torch Pulse Waves, oh, all of your perplexes are gone. Too bad, you already used them this turn. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's one of those things where everybody complained, and I think rightfully so, that there's no single target Pulse Wave anymore. But Pulse Wave became differently really good? Kinda. I mean, it allows follow-up attacks better, so that's kind of nice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, assuming that they don't change that again. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So. Uh, what else? I mean, that's basically it. Richard Leo, who, what is the figure that benefits the most when the rules change, and why is it Maggot? I mean, Maggot with no pushing damage is pretty scary, especially with and the all charge. the Maggot's pogs with no pushing damage is also very nice. But they're uh, not standard anymore, so that sucks. Yeah, um, I, I gotta to, say, it's uh, probably Juggernaut or Wendigo. It's it's mm -hmm. definitely like a giant, <laughs> and yeah. it's a giant that has colossal stamina as well. Like, what about Dark Phoenix? That figure needed a, a boost, right? It did. Uh, Dark Phoenix was absolutely terrible, and she's just barely playable now. <laughs> yeah, got, um, got a slight upgrade. Yeah. Cyclops Sentinel was also like was my preferred leadership option for X-Men themed teams and now is much better because it actually just like gets to attack all the time. So that's nice. You guys are actually wrong. The answer is Molecule Man. Explain. You're kidding, right? He oh, has so willpower. Sure. He has willpower and he has barrier, which can now okay, go on water. So what right, you can do okay. with Malkin, so you just barrier every turn for the yeah, entire game. No, listen though. Yeah, so you can you can use his free smoke cloud around a character. If you want to box a character in, you could use his free smoke cloud, and then see if you roll enough, or like if you change enough of the markers blocking. But if you fail, then you can just use normal barrier anyway. Like so that then, I, that came up yesterday in a game. But like so yes, then like two thirds to... of the time you don't have to. Sorry, one third of the time you don't have to use it, and then one third of the time you remove a token. So you're basically always going to be able to lock them in. Yeah. So what you're saying is Molecule Man went from being brilliantly good to being brilliantly good. So no, he is not the one that was most affected by this. I mean, he turned from stupidly good to S, like, to extra stupidly. Dark Phoenix was already so stupidly good that it just feels like, I guess. 
And Molecule Man was just as stupidly good. Like, well, okay, but they're, the just, they're Phoenix, just different, stupidly good. Like, but listen, the difference between Dark Phoenix's new willpower is she had colossal stamina before. The difference so she between was already, that is is two. Like, like she has she it was, on a no, three no. plus, and Molecule Man has it on a five plus. Like, well, listen, but no, no. Before the rules changes, Dark Phoenix could already act every turn. Actually, I guess it's it's technically less reliable now. Technically, <laughs> but like, but the damage was relevant. <laughs> Although right. the damage was potentially relevant in the other direction as well. If you wanted right. to get her back on to get off of re- like, back on, yeah. But like, okay. I mean, there's some obvious examples, but that's my preferred one. So, shut up. A lot of things uh, got a lot better. Yeah, so we're going to talk about Hero Clicks for Huntingtons because this episode actually ended up being very long. Oh, this is some other first event. Oh, yeah, I guess this is the first event where we had all the information. So by the time this episode comes out this weekend, May 15th, what is it, 15th and 16th, there's going to be a charity event because we haven't had enough of those already benefiting the Huntington's Disease Society of America. Uh, Scott Porter's was it wife and mother-in-law has it, and also like he generally like does charity and like promotes that sort of thing. So there's going to be uh, you you want to get Oxit because there's going to be a bunch of auctions for charity stuff. Oxit is the uh, basically the HeroClux dedicated auction app that you want to get. So there's going to be a bunch of charity auctions for that. They are running on a Saturday. They are running a Silver Age event with a ban with a big with a reasonably sized ban list as well as a minimum requirement that two main force figures can uh, must be part of a family there is also an explanation yeah you have to explain like what your what your family is so a specific example would be i don't know parents like uh non multiverse parent and child sort of thing so like uh, uh magneto and quicksilver right earth 616 doctor doom or i don't know reed richards and valeria he does not quicksilver's dad anymore shut up <laughs> point being that they do family i don't know there's all sorts of all sorts of requirements that are explained somewhat there so you have so yes 300 points silver age big band list including all id cards Prizing includes all sorts of stuff. They have like Lexus and Brainiacs. I think as of now, there's more prizing that they haven't mentioned. There's a hyper RPG map. Oh, I guess we should talk about what the Scott Porter Bystander does because I think it's good. Some people think it's not that good and they're wrong. So Scott, so there's a going to be a tournament legal Scott Porter Bystander, and I'm trying to find it. And I'm trying to find it. Where are you, Scott? Come on. But basically, 20 points, uh, 20 points and a wild card. Okay, yeah, so he has, I mean, Pogs can't have bystanders for effects. They can check for keywords, but he doesn't count for it or against them still. So 20 points, celebrity, politician, speech, or keywords, six reigns, three targets, team player, team ability. 7 speed with sidestep, 11 attack with incapacitate, 16 defense, 1 damage with a special power. <laughs> special power is called all, may all your rolls be critical hits. Perplex. 
When Scott Porter uses it to target another friendly character, when that character attacks, the rolls of 10 and 11 are also critical hits this turn. I think he's really, really good, but Chad is kind of nonplussed. I don't know about Devin. Uh, I think he's pretty great. Um, it depends partially what keyword you're in. I probably wouldn't play him over like Billy Batson just because Billy actually like contributes to theme. Um, but it's close. And uh, wild carding team abilities on a pog is very strong. You can grab Green Lantern, carry a bunch of stuff with your 20 point perplexer that can also in-cap reasonably well. I just realized he's almost, like, Chip is a flyer, but he's almost as fast as Chip. <laughs> so you have, I'm not saying he's better than a second Chip, but, like, I would think about it. Might be. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, like the I'm green, not that if, sold if on them. If the him. Green Lanterns had better constructs, I would say definitely not, but the Green Lantern constructs are uh, medium at best, so. there, There's not enough times where I'm just like, oh, I have 20 extra points. And I'm not going to build a team at 280 just to fit this on there. I'm not saying he's bad. He's definitely good. But if Perplex still worked on damage, he's like an auto-include. But, meh. I can have two Brainiacs in Cap'n for the cost of this, if that's what I want. Okay, that's very different, though. Like, he, he doesn't break theme, whereas there can be theme fluff. You're not wrong. But there's still like wild wildcard can get a lot of uh, a lot of mileage theoretically or not like the police team ability like that can be pretty good, and then it's almost like how many teams do you play in though that have PD on them? The Flash has many keywords and is very good. So also having played the Flash is ready. They're just nuts. Like they're just they're just kind of nuts. But my team. So are you gonna are time. you gonna take Scott instead of one of the other Flashes? No, I play him in addition to because Perplex isn't a thing that they have in their kit. So, I I don't think with most scientist teams you're going to really have 20 points because scientist has a lot of really really solid low level point characters. Right, but they have like 20 other keywords. It's just okay. I might have been exaggerating when I said like the teams are 280, but I think that Perplex it doesn't break theme. It's just like, kind of a thing. Like I said, he's good. He's not great. Perplex, because it doesn't affect damage, it really isn't like, oh my god, I have to put Perplex on there all the time now. Like, I'm more looking for probably an easy way to get plus one damage on my team than I am to get that extra attack. Yeah, Forge is pretty good. Give me a cheap empower, like the the, the Deep Cuts Human Torch for the enhancement for 20 points. That's awesome. The thing does the same thing for for empower for twenty points, and now that I can just carry him across, like that is awesome. They're also relatively good attackers with stop clicks for twenty points. Yeah, I mean, I also like the crit thing, especially because if you're playing dice manipulation, that's like good synergy because he gives the extra chance to crit. Critting is good, so I don't know. Might have exaggerated a little, but I think he's pretty good. And again, it, it does also depend on how much mileage you're going to get out of wildcarding. So, but. I think on most teams, you're not going to get that much out of it. It's cool, like it, that. That's fun, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we're going to see him on like the best team ever, but he's he's going to show up. Hmm. Uh, for what it's worth, he's also unique. So quickly going over the prizing. So 
Silver Age and Modern Age have slightly different um, pricing. First place in silver is Design a Legacy Card, which I thought was supposed to be just pick a character to get a Legacy Card, but apparently it's Design a Legacy Card. I don't know how licensing ties into that if they don't have a license, like they had Invincible years ago. Yeah, you probably I see people like saying, when are we going to get Invincible? Like we had it literally like beginning of the game when the game was existed. So Design a Legacy Card, Hazardous Factory Set, the Hyper RPG map, which you can see on the Gamer Math site, and I think the Rock whatever website. Uh, the bystander tokens, which are going to be like auction and prizing and whatever. Brandon and Lux Luther, stuff like that. Uh, and then for modern, it's you can first is design a bystander or become a switch clicks. So, like, literally, they will like design a switch clicks figure of you, which I'm not really into because, like, I don't know. I just not, whatever. But, or. So it looks like first place gets signed by a standard or become a switch click, and then second place gets the other one. There's absolute carnage factory sets and chase prime sets. I think that they said there was a live stream the other day with Wiz, uh, with uh, V from Wizkids, and there's gonna be more prize and that's yet unreleased, but the prize is really good. Uh, for what it's worth, there's also uh, charity props. Uh, yeah, the usual one dollar five limit charity props in the Silver Age event. I'm playing in Modern. I already submitted my build, but Silver is probably going to be a good time if that's what you're into. Although, it's the first event that's, that's ever happening with Silver Age. Although different than WizKids version because it has like a huge ban list. So, But we'll see. I don't know if Devin was planning on playing on even Modern, but... I'm probably going to play. I just haven't uh, actually signed up yet. I have... Oh, for what it's worth, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be Monday? And builds are due Tuesday. So, like, yeah. I mean, if you don't know about the event already, really hearing it from here is not going to help you. But, yeah. So, charity. Good. It's good to give to charity. It's good for your soul. What if you also, don't have a soul? What did you sell? Did you sell your soul when you listened to that Judas Priest record backwards? No, there's uh, just a lot of gingers that play this game. Poor PJ. Wow. There's also for what's worth. There's also raffles and stuff. So there's it, this is a ridiculously prized event. So have fun, or else. Don don don. But yeah, this event or this this episode probably should have been longer. I don't know why it didn't go. But was there anything else? No? Nope. Dealer. Okay, and let's close off with... Uh, uh, so that's everything for today. I'm going to thank you two for being on for some godforsaken reason. I would be liking to thank our patrons whose support helps us bring this and any other content to you if you want to become a patron. The site is patreon.com forward slash JSA clicks. We just did our uh, giveaway... For quarter one of 2021, we gave away a Tri-Sentinel and a Neoprene Hedge Maze map. We have a patron Discord. Like I said, the giveaways, early access to episodes, and some other benefits, even at the lowest $3 tier. All the tiers are named after different JSA variants, which is fun for me. 
if you want to use Podbean services, we have affiliate links, and you can get either, depending on what you want. If you want to host a podcast with our links, you could get a month free for either business or a normal plan. Or if you want to advertise on Podbean, you can get $100 of ad credit. So affiliate links are cool. We have all the usual social media. Uh, we have Facebook, Twitter, because I'm old, Instagram, because the kids are cool. Not a TikTok, though. Uh, I also want to mention some show affiliates who have who do their own content. We have Devin Adams, Happy Little Hero Clicks. He's a cool guy. He has a Patreon and a YouTube channel. Aries has a Facebook page, a Patreon, does some stuff on YouTube. As uh, all this under dishing up clicks, even though he's been doing dishes less often, so it's a uh, actually breach of contract. Uh, and I am officially, unofficially, congr- con- contractually obligated to ask if you've heard of clicksnexus.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual.